Hello, uh, yes, no music this week. This is a special. Uh, this is the second part of an interview I did with Marvin B. Naylor. Uh, I did it, God, I think it was back in the summer. Um, and then things happen. I put the part one out. Uh, by the way, if you haven't heard part one, part one's quite good to listen to before you listen to this one. So I'll put a link somewhere uh, so you can listen to part one. But I would, uh, I would advise you to listen to it. Although this works as a standalone anyway. Uh, if you don't know Marvin B. Naylor, he is a, a local, to call him a local musician is sort of like a little bit shit, really, because he's, 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 he's more than a local musician. He's, uh, he's, he's amazing. Marvin B. Naylor is amazing. And in the first part, you got to find out a bit, bit, bit of his history um, of him coming to England from Canada after emigrating there, etc., uh, early on in his life. Uh, and this section now uh, is the second part. Now, I did lose it um, because my computer crashed, and I was just like, oh, God, where's that interview gone with Marvin? And then I had one of those moments of clarity when I thought, oh, yeah, hang on a second. And I kind of worked out. Uh, how I could find it and then I found it and so what I've done is I've got the interview and I've edited the interview and I've interspersed it with some of Marvin's music if you haven't heard any of Marvin's music then you're in for a bloody treat uh, it's fantastic um, so uh, without any more ado I should give you Marvin Bianella. Uh, uh the new episode will be up next week hopefully I've got some other bits and pieces to do but I'm relatively quiet in my um, recording and stuff uh, but anyway ladies and gentlemen the second part of Marvin B. Naylor. But as far as the strumming uh, uh, goes, uh, it, with the odd time that I've done my, my, my songs just for the uh, 12 string acoustic guitar, which is, uh, I think, is a, you know, woefully sort of inadequate to do. That's the part of the reason why I'm not really into the live performance thing is because the, the, the song proper, the recordings, are, are, what, are, are what, the, what I've taken a lot of time over. Uh, and that's how they should be presented. Any, anything less than that is... is um, is just not right I think there's a couple of exceptions maybe but that that's why it's so hard for me to do anything live because I've spent a lot of time months and months on each song trying to get stuff right so it's never kind of just strumming uh, along even the the solo guitar arrangements is um there might be a little bit of strumming but it, it, it's all it's the solo uh, picking behind the um, melody or, or whatever uh, which is the basis of the recording, the, the basic 12-string track. This is never a strumming no. kind of thing. Um, are, you, you know? are you like an orchestra? Uh, uh, definitely, yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, I mean, pick any number of the songs um, uh, that, that just has the 12-string, mainly, mainly the 12-string guitar. There's a few other little things. There's a bit of bass now and again. Mm. There's a tiny bit of percussion um, usually done by Gary Brady, who's who, who reco records me, um, and he does a bit of like tambourine or anything. Anything, anything apart from that is 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 just the guitars, and um, and so it is a, a little a little sort of pocket orchestra, with 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 things doing like one two three four the violins or whatever, but but with the guitars instead. Mm. Um, I don't know. I can think of anything off the top of my head that uh, on on this. Um, well. I, I would, I would suggest probably more I so would suggest all of your tracks. They, they've become <laughs> more so. Orchestra. Yeah, more, more so they become more reliant on just the one instrument, um, or, or, or the array of twelve-string guitars or yeah. guitars, um, which, which is what I've been um, heading more towards. Because on this first album, there's a few things with drums, your traditional drums and bass, um, 
and then there's a few songs just with the guitar. On the second album, there was more just the guitar, and the third album is almost completely just just guitar music, apart mm. from the apart from the track that's got a bit of this solo piano. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And my, my the the new the new the newest one, um, Brief Encounter. That's that's all guitars. Yeah. Um, apart from the uh, the second half, which is um, uh, my acoustic upright piano in my house. So uh, Gary Brady came up from London to to record. Um, the second half of that song on my um, acoustic piano because it has a nice little sound to it and um, uh, at the beginning of actually I forgot at the beginning of that song there's a, there's a quite an interesting um, uh, zither and 12 string guitar introduction which fades up and it goes on for about 40 seconds which turned out qu quite well so it's actually in fact two zithers I've got an old zither with all the strings on and stuff mm -hmm. that's a bloody difficult instrument <laughs> not the way I'm playing it on the thing but to mm. play it properly so I've got a double track zither and a double track 12 string guitar in kind of a, a duet on that which, mm. which and I was quite pleased the way that turned out yeah and yeah. then it goes into the the song yeah and the piano a bit after that but there's also been other things you've done with 12 string like you've retuned it and you've, you've I remember there's isn't there one track where you've you, you've not tuned all the strings the same or did you Yes, I did. Yeah, you did do that, didn't I you? I did. Yeah, that's on the, the last track on the um, the second album, Stargazer's Symphonium. No, it's not. No, no, I got it wrong. It's it's the last track on um, Earth and All the Universes from the from last year, and a track called I'm a Summer Night. And um, I, I'd read somewhere, and you know what? I think it was uh, I think it was the Glitter Band. Really? <laughs> I think it was the Glitter Band where where they did their riffs and they all tuned the guitar to one note. The different octaves of one, yeah, note, yeah. or maybe it was the same octaves, and that's what I did for the um, uh, for the uh, Iron Sun Night.
with me, darling, underneath our summer night. Walk with me, darling, down Punjabi Lane tonight. Lights and sound like a fairground, tiny taxi town. All our lives, chaos all around, till at night we lay us down. They both fell under one another's spell. They both fell under my summer night. What a thing, what a lovely thing to be. What a thing, what a lovely thing to be. Shabby lanes tonight something that is uh, appealing with a class thing as well anyway because yeah. uh, often on a lot of the things I've got the, the E tuned down to D so uh, I've got the whole thing tuned down anyway so it's down um, the whole thing's tuned down a couple of, of steps and then further on to that is the E string is tuned down to, to a D mm. which is actually turns out to be a low C the lowest wow. note on and so you'll get this um, and I like that and a lot of the songs are written around around that so you've got the, the low a very low note usually in them. So you tune the whole guitar down to D? The whole guitar is tuned down usually and then further the um, the E strings tuned down to yeah. uh, another two steps so it, it's it's an octave lower than the mm. third string. Sorry the fourth, the D the D string D, yeah. which is now C. Now C. Or, or E flat or even, even further. But you tune, your you tune your 12 string slightly differently as well? You don't have the, the, uh, the octave notes in the exact octave? No 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 the um, oh the, the uh, no no the um, in fact, it's all tuned slightly off from the what, what, what of, of the course of the strings courses. I suppose the, the the two unison ones, the B and the E string, mm -hmm. the two high strings. Um, uh, I don't see any point in tuning both of them to the the same octave, like like they are. You want a lower one, so you get a kind of a chorusy effect. Mm -hmm. Not too much, because it sounds yeah, pretty yeah, bad. Yeah. 
And I do that with the, the unison strings, so the, 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 the two highest strings, or the four highest, would be in the, uh, the E string. And then on the other ones, uh, I tune one of the octave strings down slightly, so it, it, it's not quite in tune. Um, and it sounds much better uh, when, you, when you play that than, than a normally tuned 12 string guitar with everything perfectly mm. with the octaves. And also, it helps with the songwriting thing because all of a sudden you've got loads of things that happen that you don't get with a six string guitar. You've got the harmonics that sort of come out of, of nowhere and you've got, um, you've got like, it's like a little orchestra in itself. Yeah. It's like, and if you put a 12 string guitar through a bit of reverb, with a pickup or, or uh, acoustic or, or whatever it is, um, you get a great string sound. Yeah. Because more reverb uh, uh, is better. And you get a great, it sounds like you've got a great sort of string sound straight away behind mm. you. So you already get that orchestral thing um, before you've even begun to uh, uh, write anything. Mm. So I think that's a, a, a great help. But how do you, how do you start? Is there, have you got a, have you got a set pattern of how you start to play, how you start to write a song? No, and it, writing process? It, it's. I wish there was some sort of, of, of book on how to, how to how to write music because um, you know it, it's it's absolutely awful. Uh, it's. Um, uh, I mean, I'm I'm in the, I'm in the kind of middle of one of the kind of post recording things where I've where I've just sort of finished a song a few weeks ago, and I've I, no matter how long I've sit down with any guitar or anything. I can't come up with anything that, that sounds any good and it's absolutely awful and it happens every time and I always think that I'm just never going to write another song again and it is um, extremely depressing and uh, I wouldn't wish it, wish it on anyone it's so so depressing because I don't know what else to do but um, you, you never know if anything when, when something's going to happen uh, and uh, I wish I did you know mm. if, if a little thing came in the head said um, this is uh, this is a this is a songwriting person, little person in your head. Uh, in, in in one week, something is gonna gonna sit down. Something's gonna happen. No, I'm not gonna tell you what, but if you sit down next week, something will happen next mm. week. And it, and it's awful because I've gone on months and months and months without having any any mu musical idea of, of any description, or it, I, I've had some ideas. I put them on a cassette recorder, and and it's just I don't know, and they're awful and. Uh, and then, just like, but then, well, th then, yeah, but but I think but this sort of thing will come to an end. <laughs> yeah. But then, what happened in the past is that you've written something. So how, yeah, how does that work? But so what, the last thing you recorded, what was the last thing you recorded? The last thing I did was the uh, a, a song called a "Brief Encounter."
printed and you sort of like wave goodbye to them as they, as, they, as they sell but what do you have any kind of ambition towards them is there a, 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 an, a an ultimate aim is there an ultimate thing or is it just like this is just, it's, it's all just part of the work and this is what you do uh well because it, it, it sounds to me that if any of them got really really successful 
You wouldn't really know what to do. I wouldn't know what to do. And n none of them have been successful. I wouldn't know what to do. Uh, if you'd asked me a couple of years ago, well, probably more than that, maybe five years ago, I'd probably have the same ambition that I would have had 20 years, 10 years bef before that, which is like to, uh, you know, make it, you know, whatever that is. But now um, I'm, I'm pretty well resigned to the fact that uh, as, as long as I'm pretty, I'm happy as long as I can get some idea together, get, get them recorded, get them on a CD so I can hold it. Mm -hmm. You know, and 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 have something to leave <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> when yeah. I'm not here. Because, no, I, I, um, can, I, I can totally understand. You know, like a legacy. Which, yeah, yeah. Um, so I've, I, you know, I, I think I've been, in the last couple of years I've become quite. I think it's probably to do with age. Become quite obsessed with, with just leaving something solid or more or less solid, you know, behind, behind. Uh, um, and and that really is is what I think about. So. Uh, Maybe that's the natural thing that comes with age, though, I think. You know, you forget about the, you know, silly youthful ambitions, I think, sort of. You, 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 just, you can't think the same way for, for, for your whole life about things. I, I'm still quite amazed that I'm still playing, to be honest, and, st and still able occasionally to come up with a song or a piece of music or pieces of uh, impressionistic m yeah. music. And I, I'm, or, I'm quite or even learn a new instrument. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I was quite pleased when I got the was able to get my act together with the zither thing to put that on the beginning of the uh, of the of the record or the CD the record you know um, and I thought that's great I've just I've I've used the zither and 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 I've done something with it which I never would have thought I would have done a year ago mm. so that kind of made it for me and also the the piano bit that I was able to do because I had to do it in one take um, when Gary came up I thought oh, this should do this try and do this in one take and that's a f that's quite an alien instrument for me the piano mm. so i was able to do that and it was like phew i've done that i've, I've done that yeah, i've done yeah. two things on my on my last thing i've done um so I'm, I'm i'm happy for a while you know not for too long but um i was pleased about that and, and um, i'm quite pleased with the way it turned out that the whole thing so you know, uh, yeah, that, that's that's it really. As long as I can occasionally come up with something, even though I'm out after wait a year, <laughs> yeah. a year before yeah. coming up with something, which is a long time really. But but when you get older, it gets uh, does not too long. Not <laughs> a year seems it's to go no by. Time at all, is it? it does. It goes by really quickly, doesn't yeah. it? But so uh, you know, at the age I'm now, I, I'm 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 pleased that I've occasionally come up with something. You know, uh, and it's and it doesn't sound like what I would have come up with when I was say 25. Hmm. Which is um, all, which was all quite guitar work wise was all quite derivative, I think. Mm. Well, I think we, I think at that time of age, it it, it can be nothing else but derivative because you're still learning and picking up bits and pieces from from bits of music that you that you hear. Yeah, yeah, it it is, well, yeah, it 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 well for me it definitely was derivative. I mean, if you have a good original, you know, quite a unique musical brain, which I definitely have not got. Then I think if you're 25, you can do great things, like all the great people I've done. You know, it, when well, they were 25, I would, 25. I would disagree with you because I think that you've developed. Depends I think one mean. one might have developed as you as you grow older and you you find yourself listening to more and more music. That instead of you thinking that you're you're derivative because you've got because you because the experience of music that you're listening to the the range of music you're listening to and you have listened to when you're 20 is let's say for argument's sake 50 artists. By the time you get to 30, it's probably 200, 300 artists, for argument's sake, I'm just making up numbers, 
for when you get to 40, it's probably closer to a couple of thousand artists. Do you not see what I mean? Yeah. And so you're taking those influences and, and, and each of those different influences influences you less. They, they take up less a percentage of your brain. Oh yeah. So when you're coming up with stuff, you're choosing from little bits and pieces of, of, of thousands of, in, of, of influences that you've heard. Even stuff yeah. that you don't necessarily like, but there would have been something in that track, yeah. something in that lyric that you've, that you've hung on to. Yeah. So when you get older, I, I, I would argue that you're, you're, you're creative best because you, you've got all your influences, yeah. plus all the stuff you've written before that's, 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 that's tried and failed yeah. in, in your own eyes or, or in the public's eyes or the beholder's eyes. So you, you're going to write your best stuff when you're older because you've got more, more, more things to draw on. I thought, I'm glad you said that because uh, one thing that this sort of popped into my head a couple of days ago when I was thinking of <clears throat> coming here was, was it kind of ties into that and it's to do with uh, I think <clears throat> I think if I was 25 I would have thought of um, uh, this particular influence on, on something because I would have thinking oh, I just uh, don't like all that kind of, kind of music um, but I've got a section in, in, in this new um, <clears throat> one my song Brief, Brief Encounter that uh, is a joining section and um, uh, it, it, what it is from, it's from a, a Frank Sinatra song from 1958 uh, from an album called Only the, uh, Frank Sinatra Sings for on, Only the Lonely, it's a song called Goodbye and, and it, be, it begins with um, a, an oboe doing a line which begins a, a, an octave and it ends on a, a, an octave below and then from that it goes into a, a, a cello starting on the same note doing the same line ending up an octave below and then it goes on to seamlessly, it's all seamless, the join is seamless, um, a, a string bass taking over that line, that note, yeah. and then ending up an octave lower. Wow. And it's an absolutely brilliant piece of uh, arrangement. I think it was uh, Nelson Riddle ar yeah. arranged well, that. Yeah, well, I yeah. think he did the best arrangements for him, yeah. personally. This album is, is, is uh, a phenomenal album for arranging. And it's a brilliant album. And uh, when, when, when on, on this song I've got, I've got the guitar, doing a phrase uh, and then there's two guitars, a 12 string, a t an electric 12 string and an acoustic 12 string, an octave apart, well one's sort of slightly higher harmony and then the one slightly higher harmony fades out leaving the, the lower one to carry on the line and then as that fades out the piano takes over the, the riff ah. um, which is a, an octave lower and I think that's directly as a result of this song, um, did I say the name of the song called Goodbye. Goodbye. Yeah, I, said, I think I said that, didn't yeah. I? Well, you did, on the, you did just then. Oh, yeah, memory really is going. Uh, and, 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 and that is a direct result of, of that a piece of music, which um, years ago I wouldn't have bothered listening to anything by Frank, Frank Sinatra from the 1950s. That's, the like, that's like your, that's like your, your grandparents. Grandparents, yeah, absolutely. Your parents' generation, your, your grandparents. Anyway, <laughs> Marvin, it's been fantastic chatting to you. Oh, I kind of time has gone. Time goes. It does. Quickly, I think it does up here. Yeah, thank you. But I don't know whether to wish you continued success or more success, <laughs> or just to stay as you just are. Just success, or maybe. Just <laughs> some success. But yeah, thank you. It's great. It's great to hear that. Oh, thank what you, you do, and it's great to hear your stories. A, a pleasure to be here. Thank you. It, it wasn't as nearly as traumatic as I thought it was no. going to be. Good. So um, I think that's a, a credit to you as uh, an interviewer. Well. And as a human being. I just said <laughs> as a human being. Cheers, mate. <laughs> Thank you. And there you have it. That was the second part of the interview I did with uh, Marvin B. Naylor. It's, it's all slightly edited. Um, but, you know, all for the good, I think. Because most of it's just me rattling on about stuff. You don't want to hear that. You get enough of that anyway. Uh, back to the normal show next week. 
uh, when I get my ass into gear and, and go to record it. Please go to the website and click on links to Marvin's music. Uh, it's it's fantastic, as I'm, I'm sure you would agree. Uh, and I will speak to you all very soon. Bye. Hello, this is that posh bird again. For more information on who has been played on the podcast, simply go to isthisthingonpodcast.com. Can you do that? Good.